today in Crypto News Flash for Bitcoin for Beginners. Justin Sun voted in as Tron Super Representative, Hashflag Cloud Mining closes business, and China publishes its monthly cryptocurrency ratings index. For this and more news, keep on watching. Hello, Adrian here, and I am part of the BFB Influencer team, and welcome to today's episode on July the 20th of 2018. Every weekday we will give you a short digest of the latest news and developments in cryptocurrency. Click subscribe and press the bell button for instant notifications of our daily news and other content. Give us a like and you can also write in the comment section with your question or opinion on today's news. As usual, a quick look at the market today. Bitcoin price is stable at 7,400, Ethereum price 455, losing 2.7%. Total crypto market cap is 279 billion. Bitcoin dominance increased even more to 45.4%. And total 24 hour trading volume dropped to around $15 billion. Bitcoin has been staying steady the last few days while altcoins are suffering a lot. This has resulted that Bitcoin dominance has been growing a lot. On to the first news topic. The Tron network works similar to, for example, EOS with so-called super representative nodes that process transactions in newly generated blocks. Where EOS has 21 block producers, Tron has 27 super representative nodes that have to be voted in by Tron token holders. Tron founder Justin Sun already announced in April that he would run for the election and recently he officially announced his candidacy. Justin, being very popular in the Tron community, got voted in within a day by reaching the minimum threshold. Justin claims he runs on his private title and not with the Tron Foundation and that also no Tron Foundation token holdings were used for the voting. Super representatives receive rewards in Tron coins for their block producing efforts. The most visited price tracking website CoinMarketCap is going to make some changes in how trading volume is shown and calculated due to concerns over certain exchanges using methods to artificially grow volumes on their exchanges. Methods that these exchanges use include rewarding users with tokens in the new fee mining model that encourages users to trade back and forth continuously, extremely low fees or different fee levels for different users to motivate increased trading, and concerns over wash trading and artificial bot trading. In order to make trading volume more transparent on CoinMarketCap, they have already removed minimum trading volume threshold for listing on CoinMarketCap. And they will soon introduce other changes as for example showing trading volumes for 7 day and 30 day periods so traders can better identify inconsistencies if any. If you find this news update useful, please share with your friends or in your crypto communities to help us grow our channel's exposure. Next news of today is bad news for Hashflare cloud mining customers. The already somewhat controversial cloud mining firm announced a month ago that they would stop payouts due to the low BTC prices and the mining contracts were unprofitable, meaning the mining rewards were lower than the operating expenses like maintenance and electricity. They already announced back then that according to the terms of service, mining contracts would be terminated if those contracts remain unprofitable for more than three weeks. From the 22nd of June, the website went under maintenance for almost a month without any word from the company and people started to suspect an exit scam, also due to other suspicious circumstances surrounding the company. 
Today, however, they came back online with the announcement that they have stopped all mining and terminated all contracts of users according to the contract terms. Exit scam or no exit scam, the jury might still be out, but this probably leaves more than a million customers with empty hands. We as a community always warn our members to be extremely cautious when it comes to cloud mining services because they can be so easily used for Ponzi schemes, which the vast, vast majority of those services indeed are. Coinbase recently changed its branding by renaming GDEX into Coinbase Pro and establishing a separate service for institutional investors called Coinbase Prime, together with a custodial service for institutions. News came out from Business Insider that, uh, that used an unnamed source who claimed that Coinbase has already made a new client for this new custodial service, which is reportedly a hedge fund worth over $20 billion. If true, then this is good news of the willingness of big investment money that is starting to enter crypto markets. On our YouTube channel, we already made a video when the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology came out with their very first cryptocurrency ratings index a few months ago. Back then, we already found their ratings very debatable, especially because they rate Bitcoin so low, not even in the top 10 of their index. This rating is performed monthly by the Chinese academics that rate cryptocurrencies on technology, application and innovation for which they get individual scores and a total score will determine the ranking. July's index has just come out and interestingly enough, according to this Chinese ministry, EOS is now number one and Ethereum down to only number two. NEO, Stellar and Ripple have all been going down as well, while Bitcoin remains steady at number 16, even though it had at least the highest rating for innovation. I personally believe that such monthly research could help in evaluating the current state of cryptocurrencies, but it would be nice if we would have more transparency on how these ratings are made to be able to classify their true merits. By the way, you can now also catch these Crypto News Flash episodes and our other updates on podcasts via our channel anchor.fm slash Bitcoin for Beginners, and we are also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Overcast. Earlier this week we announced that India's Supreme Court would hold hearings today on the central bank's imposed ban on bank services for crypto companies in the country. Today, however, the court decided to postpone the hearings to the 11th of September. With regards to the India's regulatory struggles, Ethereum co-founder Joseph Lubin stated that he has full faith that India will find a way to accept cryptocurrency in the country once they are able to figure out how to regulate it. Ethereum is at least developing initiatives to support the Indian crypto ecosystem. Lubin said this in an interview, quote, Once people explain things to you and you see the power of technology, you also understand that it can protect systems better. I am fully confident that this country will embrace profound technology, end quote. Every year, Forbes publishes a list of the most powerful young innovators in global business. This list is called 40 under 40 and includes now five new names of crypto industry leaders. Those being Vitalik Buterin, who is 24 and Ethereum's co-founder, Brian Armstrong, who is 34 and the CEO of leading US crypto exchange Coinbase, Pavel Durov, who is 33, who founded Telegram and that has done now two ICO rounds and raised $1.7 billion in total, and also Vlad Tenev and Bajibat, who are 31 and 33 respectively. 
they are leading the zero-fee trading platform app Robinhood that since this year also offers crypto trading. So that was it for today's episode of BFB Crypto News Flash. Join us tomorrow again for our daily crypto news updates if you want to get notifications when we have our next episode so you can stay up to date with the latest crypto news. Subscribe and click the bell button. Also stay with us and be sure to watch one of our other videos next. For now I wish you all a great rest of your day. Have a good weekend, take care and see you all next week. Thank you.